Welcome to Endure the Fire. This is your host, Andrew Fultz. My hope is today you will leave motivated, equipped, and encouraged to endure the fire that you're facing today in your life. Thank you for joining. Let's jump right on in. Hey everybody, this is Andrew with another episode of Endure the Fire. I've got Kayla, of course, with me. Hey everybody. And we are so excited to be uh, on part two of our uh, episodes of Our Miracle. And if you're not tuned in part one, uh, you definitely need to go back and uh, listen to that. Uh, the Lord has blessed us so, so good. And uh, we're just so excited to tell our story. So <clears throat> last week we got to the point um, on our journey. Now this was back um, in December of, of 2021. Um, <clears throat> our first appointment uh, with uh, the Institute of Reproductive Health uh, in Cincinnati. So uh, that was our first appointment with them. And uh, we was we was excited, but no doubt we was sort of nervous at the time because we didn't know um, really what all we was going uh, to do, what all we was going to uh, experience and the news um, that, you know, of course we would receive um, uh, because we've had that we had the promise of the Lord already so we knew it was going to happen but we just didn't know how it was going to happen as I mentioned in the first um, episode um, seemed like our uh, our journey has always been different so we really didn't know what we was going to do so on the December 22nd of 2021 we went back uh, and began the blood work and and before that, we just sort of kind of got everything started uh, as a, um, a groundwork kind of deal. And so December 22nd was really our first good appointment, um, started uh, the blood work on Kayla and all that. And, and to be honest, it was looking so good uh, on her end. It looks it looked like, I mean, it looked like we was definitely headed uh, for the promise, didn't it? Because everything was just working out. Uh, all yeah. the results was coming back so good. So <clears throat> what we decided to do first, um, now, as I kind of mentioned, I think, in the first episode, they uh, wanted us to, they mentioned anyway, for us to go straight into uh, IVF. And uh, a lot of people, you know, have heard the term IVF. And uh, and don't think at any time during this um, these episodes that we are speaking against IVF. IUI, any of the uh, treatments or anything like that, because, um, uh, you know, there's some people's had great results with it, um, and, you know, that's it's came a long way and, and really impacted a lot of lives, and, and if that's the direction that uh, your life goes in, in, your, in your journey, hey, we're, we're all for that, because that's honestly, we thought it, our journey was going to go um, something like that. So what they did for us, uh, we, you know, we talked uh, back and forth. Uh, and we decided that we was first going to try IUI for a uh, couple of rounds of that just to see if that would work. That was kind of going to be the first step. And so <clears throat> we get to January the 14th, uh, and uh, that's when the first treatment of IUI uh, began. And if, you're, um, and if you're any bit familiar with that, you know after the first uh, bit of uh, treatment, you have to go back in a couple of days. Uh, and begin to start doing the checkup. Well, as we uh, we were scheduled to go on the 21st uh, of 
January, and this is 2022, uh, we were scheduled to go there. And then the day before that, um, Kayla actually, they called you, right? Yeah. And um, if, if I remember right, I, I, I get it mixed up, I guess, but they called you and what was they saying when they wanted to push, I think it was push back our appointment 15 minutes. Yeah, and, and when I was, it just happened to be, I think we I was working, or we, maybe we was both working uh, at that time, and I just, when she got the call, I just ended up in front of her, and she said, do you think that'll be okay, the 15-minute change? And, you know, I thought, well, yeah, that, that ain't going to be nothing, <clears throat> nothing, you know. We'll just either leave 15 minutes early or later, whatever it was. I said, that won't be no big deal at all. But what we didn't realize, uh, that was a, a huge deal. That phone call was a huge deal, uh, that 15-minute change, because on January the 21st, um, we was headed up to <clears throat> Cincinnati to do the first appointment, and uh, we was heading. Everything was going great. Uh, I had been to the, uh, I think it was the actually the day before, the day of the call, uh, I'd been to the garage, I think got oil change, and, and, you know, everything was Everything was good for the trip, and trip was going good. We's excited because, uh, you know, of course, we thought, hey, you know, everything's looking good. This must be it. Uh, we're about to see our miracle uh, take place in just the coming days. Well, <clears throat> we're about 15 minutes uh, from Cincinnati, and if you're familiar with that area, you know right going into Cincinnati, it's, it is so congested and so close and, um, I mean, you get on that road and there's nowhere to go. Well, about 15 minutes, and remember that phone call was just a shift in time, about 15 minutes. Uh, we was on the left, I think, the far left lane. And all of a sudden, our tire just blows out. I mean, it, it, the thread of it just came off. It really even wasn't a blowed out tire. The, the thread just <clears throat> came out, uh, ripped blew that, whatever, however you want to call it, hit the sensor, <clears throat> and all of a sudden, every airbag on the sides, all the way from the front to the back of our Tahoe, just blowed out, and <clears throat> I think it was like six airbags all together, felt like, and once yeah. they all blowed out, it was... Smoky. <laughs> yeah. Loud. Yeah. It, it, to me, it sounded like a cannon went off just in our, in, in our ears. And I had no, it startled me so bad. I didn't think, um, should I look, you know, I'm about to shift lanes. All I knew was I've got to get to the side of the road. There was really no way to look because all the yeah. airbags from the ceiling was over the windows. <clears throat> so even if we wanted to look, there was just, there was nowhere, nothing to do. Yeah, there's nowhere. And then the, what I called the smoke, but I guess it was whatever came with the uh, airbags. You couldn't have seen if you did look, and it was horrible. And and the odd thing was, and this is the way I think God moves a lot of times, just a little bit before that, a few minutes, uh, the the traffic behind us, it was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was the big trucks. Yeah. Somebody was texting that they was all over the road. Yeah. It was horrible, the, the texter. They was on my nerves so bad. And they was all right around us. And there we had to go across all those lanes of traffic. Didn't, didn't, there's nothing we could see, nothing. And somehow or another, and we know it was the Lord's mercy and grace, we crossed all of those lines of traffic, 
got to the side of the road. We didn't hit nobody. Nobody hit us. And it actually, uh, it was looked like actually when we got over, it was right clear around us. And how that happened, it had to be the Lord. I, I, carnally speaking, I don't know how it happened. And so we get over to the side of the road, and there we are. We don't, the car locks up. We can't move. Yeah. Can't. It took us like five or ten minutes to even acknowledge what had even just happened. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we was absolutely startled. It, it smelled like the car was on fire. It, we didn't, I mean, we didn't know. We was, it was, oh my gosh. I mean, we had never experienced nothing like that. And we was so startled. And so time went on, and we we finally came to our mind, and we um, we kept just we started calling people and doing this and that, and and finally, uh, make a long story short, the vehicle, however the steering wheel was locked up or whatever, it came undone, and we started noticing, and we would just where we ended the vehicle was just right past a an exit and come to find out at that exit there was actually a tire shop that was I think maybe a half a mile I think actually less less than a half a mile yeah from that exit and however it happened I know it just I know it was the Lord uh we was able to get the vehicle in reverse we was able to back up all the way to to that exit and get off and then drive to that tire shop. And, you know, and there we was, our, the thread of our tire was off. You know, how we got there, I'm not for sure. And we finally got to the tire shop, and uh, we, we explained to him what happened. And if you could, I can still remember that guy's face that I told how, how this happened. He said, I have never in my life heard of that before. He said, and you all was on the interstate, and that happened? I said, yeah. I said, we would, we just stopped down here by the exit, and he was absolutely shocked. And, you know, he could see the damage that uh, was done with the Tahoe and all that. But thankfully, thankfully, they was able to, um, they checked and everything. They said, we don't really see no damage that, you know, would affect um, the vehicle by driving or anything like that. Um, so they, we got new tires uh, we got all that fixed, and we went on to um, went on to um, <clears throat> our hotel for that night. Of course, our appointment got uh, delayed. We had to stay yeah. all night. We yeah. ended up having to stay all night, which we didn't have to. I don't think. No, I don't think we so had to. We had to, but we had to go back the next morning, so we just stayed all night. Yeah, because we was going to go up there, come back, uh, and then <clears throat> go back up there again. But after this happened, like she said, they just they canceled the appointment uh and they said we'll just do it um, for the next day and so um because the next day appointment was when um uh with the IUI you have to do what is called a uh, trigger shot and um the female will take the shot and that will um have her ovulation or no that's when you received your trigger shot that's why we I think we had to come back um but we went up there the 22nd uh, that next day, we stayed on out the 21st. We went to the appointment on the twic- 22nd, and everything was looking so good. I mean, I mean, it was almost, 
we was to the point that, you know, on her side, it looked like, hey, this is this is a for sure thing. Um, so, of course, we uh, on the 25th, she took the trigger shot. And I'm the one that to give it. <laughs> I'm the one who is scared to give it to myself. A lot of people do give it to themselves. I was too scared. We did video it and it's really funny, but I just kept going in circles and it was just really scary. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't tell her, but I was so nervous because I'm just... I'm, He's never give a shot. That's why he's so nervous. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if I, like, see blood, like, from needles... We'll just pass out. Yeah, I, I get past it. Now, I don't do that all the time. It just depends, and I thought, now, what am I going to do when I get this needle out, and I jab her with this needle, and... Yeah, I said, man, this this could really go bad whatsoever. It wasn't that bad, though. No, no, I gave her the I shot. Saying, I just kept, I just, I don't know really why, how I even ended up doing it, but I just knew I had to, I guess, so we just did it, but it was scary. Yeah. The anticipation of getting that shot from him, I'm the one almost should have passed out. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know why she really let me do it. I, I wouldn't have trusted me to do it. I wouldn't trust me probably to do it even on myself. But, yeah, we've got video of, uh, of of me doing this shot. Hopefully we'll get to share at least some of that. And uh, so on the 27th, like two days later, we got to um, <clears throat> we, we uh, got to go and do our first IUI. And um, and I'll never probably forget this. Uh, this is something else that happened. Of course, you know, we've been praying the whole time. And uh, so I made a specific um, request I wanted the Lord to move uh, on my end as well and uh, her end was looking great and of course it you know my end was seemed like the worst part of all all the time and uh, so I went and got my part and so I gave the results to the um, doctor and uh, his face I don't I don't I'll never forget it either probably he saw the results and uh, and my results had like increased like ten times, and he didn't know what to say. He because he was full blown determined. You know, you've got a problem and you got to do IVF. And once he saw those results, his face just there was no words. He looked at the paper. He looked back up at me. There was no words he could say to support what he was you know going for. And so all he did, he handed my handed me my results, and he said these words. He said, "Just keep doing what you're doing," and you know I thought that was a great uh, testimony, uh, you know, of how far the Lord had brought us in the process. And he he's a smart man, and for him to be able to say, "You just do what you're doing because it's working," that, that really that encouraged me. And so at this point, everything was looking excellent. I mean, it looked like this was the time. And um, and I'm gonna add this too. I I forgot maybe the last part. Um, during the all the stuff with with the first episode, Kayla had had a cyst that we had found out that she had, and it looked like that uh, she was going to have to have surgery to have it removed, and uh, and so that was going to be showing up um, during all the scans and all that. It was probably just honestly it was too big to just go away. I know sometimes they go away, but this one was probably going to be surgically removed. But when we uh, was doing all the scans and all that, all of a sudden they said, oh, everything is perfect. Everything's perfect. And 
I guess maybe one of us mentioned it, said, what about assist? And they said, there's no sign. There's no even sign of assist. And so that's just an added um, miracle that the Lord had did. Um, they, the only surgery that was done with Jesus on that. So uh, that's just an extra uh, thing that the Lord did during all this. But we get to uh, about February the 10th, somewhere in there, uh, we find out that the first IUI fails. And, oh, my gosh, we're, you know, of course, we're, of course, disappointed, but sort of shocked at the same time because, I mean, everything was just so perfect, worked out, and here we was, it failed again. But at the same time, we was encouraged that everything was looking good on her end. It was looking a lot better on my end. So, of course, if the first time failed, uh, the second time, they shouldn't be no problem uh, whatsoever. Well, when we get to February... And uh, so we start uh, uh, round two of our <clears throat> IVF. No, not IVF. Uh, IUI. We ain't got to the IVF yet. So uh, we get to um, the second round of IUI, and uh, we're—I mean, we're—we're kind of disappointed, but we're pumped up because you know we just were for sure this is the time. Uh, so Kayla starts the same medicine. We're doing the same thing uh, over again. Now Kayla, really, with the medicine. It didn't work out perfect because she might she would have side effects with the medicine, but this time we go back uh, and do the checkup, and we're expecting everything to go good. Well, we get there and we find out that the medicine really wasn't working pretty much. Yeah, it, it wasn't working for, her. and they said, "Well, okay, this you know this happens sometime." Um, you know, we can come back and, you know, it, it probably kicked in. Well, we go uh, four days later and the medicine just ain't, her body's not responding to it. And that's almost unheard of with the second attempt. Now you could, uh, maybe expect it if it was, you know, after the third, fourth attempt, you know, your body's getting used to it, but this is just the second time. Yeah. And, and then your body wasn't. Like it was like used to it or something. It yeah. wasn't even it wasn't helping. Yeah, and, and it didn't make sense. So basically what that meant was we didn't get to do the IUI. The medicine wasn't working. They said, okay, this is what we'll do. Uh you, you know, of course you're not gonna get to do the IUI this time. Um, there's another kind that you can take and uh, we are gonna resp uh, we'll see if your body responds to that. So that was that was disappointing. I mean, you know, you know, what's the you know purpose of that? Everything's going good, then all of a sudden uh, the medicine's not working, and so we yeah. we actually <clears throat> um, that was uh, I can't remember. There was a lot of stuff going on during that time. We actually, I think, a family went on vacation and and all that. So there was a little bit of pause. Uh, between the yeah, we took a little break, I think. Yeah, because it was, I mean, mentally it was pretty exhausting, and um, it, you know it was time for a break, and so we went back. We started it back in um, May. Yeah, and there was times we was going to Ohio like two or three times a week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We was, uh, we was going, yeah. And sometimes we could get it closer, but then, you know, it was like 30 minutes closer to home or something. Yeah, and, one office was in like Florence, mm -hmm. which was not far from the yeah. Ohio one. It was, it was like 20, 30 minutes apart, so it really didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it was, 
I mean, it was tiresome because, you know, work, church, family, all that. I mean. And nobody knew we was doing this. So <laughs> yeah. We're like all the time keeping everything to ourselves. Uh-huh. So. And then you got to think, too, about the financial side. Uh, that stuff ain't cheap. Yeah, for and, sure. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, when they do uh, fertility treatments and all that, and it's a great idea. Uh, and I think it's a great thing. They, you know, sometimes fundraise this, and we didn't do that. We just did it ourselves because we was, we wasn't telling nobody. Yeah. And it's, uh, like it's hard for us to tell people stuff that we're going through or something. Yeah. We just always keep it to ourselves. Yeah. And so I mean, there was a lot of factors, and uh, so it, I mean, it worked out good. We just we took off about two months, uh, but. So we started back uh, back in May. We started it again. And, and this time they started you on the new medicine. Yeah. And it was responding well to your body. Um, and so we, we started that, I think, let's see, on May the 5th. Um, and then, um, and so this was IUI number three. And so we, was, uh, we did uh, everything, and everything was looking good. Um, and it looked like it was going to work out great. Um, on my side, the numbers was, it was, I mean, all sides again, it looked like it was yeah. going to work. And then right on that day, uh, I don't have all the details on it, but it, something happened and it messed up that whole day. We got to go through with the IUI, but it didn't work out right. So, yeah. so basically, I mean, we had hope, but I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of hope. But, uh, of course, of course, we know that uh, IUI number three didn't work. And by that time, you know, they was done set on us. They wanted us to, to do IVF. And, but it, the thing was, everything that, like I mentioned in episode one, any and everything that we've went at, if the Lord didn't want us to do it, it's like we would get warned. We would get warned or he, or he would, you know, show us, teach us that you don't need to go that route. And the the whole IVF route, I just never, I never could feel okay about it. And I think you felt pretty much the same way on that. Yeah. Uh, I just, I couldn't, I just didn't feel now. I, you, I didn't feel bad about it. The Lord didn't say do it or don't do it. But I didn't feel bad about it. And I'm so glad we actually went the IUI, the IUI route um, because it more gave us detail that, you know, without the Lord's help, this wasn't happening. You know, this just wasn't going to happen. And, and but the IVF, I could never get comfortable with it and I could never get satisfied. So basically what we did from IUI number three, once they said, you know, they didn't want to do round four. They didn't want to do, basically, they didn't want to do that. But we never could get satisfied with it. Was you going to say something? I, I thought you were saying something. So, um, and I, I honestly, I'd had a dream about it um, that that we weren't going to have to do IVF. And so I just, I didn't want to do it. And now you probably know this part better than I did because they actually called you. You know, of course, we didn't feel <clears throat> led to do it. We didn't feel comfortable. But then at the same time, you know how it is. If, if you've went, ever went through basically anything in your life, that mind still talks. You still think of all the 
uh, options. So it was always there in the back of our mind. Um, and, and you would think, well, what if I'm just scared to do it? Or what if I don't want to pay the money to do it? Or, you know, whatever option, you, you know how your mind works. And, and ours was doing the same thing. And uh, so we thought, you know, what if uh, maybe we should do the IVF? Maybe that's the Lord's plan and, and, you know, the devil's trying to block it or whatever. But how would they called you, right? Or we we finally made up our mind. About IVF? Yeah. I, I got sick or something. Yeah. And so we went to kind of like a local doctor. Yes, that was in January. So I was uh, wanting them to do like blood work and everything to check everything. But the way she talked, everything was normal or whatever. So uh, she was like, asking or something about if we were trying to get pregnant or whatever so we was telling her everything and so she had this other office in knoxville yeah i think that she referred so we were like okay um yeah that'll that'll work just send us a referral in we'll talk to them whatever so they called i think that day or the next day and we scheduled an appointment and this is where that we were going to be doing the ivf yes so we were supposed to go in. I think I scheduled it like two or three months out. So, and now you got to remember, this is like six to seven months after our li- our last IUI. So this has been like six or seven attempts on our own, basically, and it's still not coming. So you yeah. just have to imagine where our mental state was. We're still believing the Lord's promise, but then, of course, we're humans too. It's not happening. So this yeah. is you got to so, understand. Um. So they kept calling. They're like, uh, your appointment's in like a few days or whatever. They was wanting me to do the paperwork. So every time they would call, um, I would just change the appointment to like the next month or whatever. So um, they would call next month, and then I would uh, tell them that I was just going to change the appointment to a different time. And so then it was close to the end, and they was like, "Uh, well, we're not – able to change the appointment or whatever so then um i think i said well uh i told andrew i said well uh we know the lord's gonna move and everything but um so i said we can't afford to do ivf and the lord knows that we want a baby and everything so we'll have to give us thirty thousand dollars or he's gonna have to move so we was at um this place where uh, they they was getting their haircuts, and uh, so we made up our mind was like we're not gonna do IVF, and so um, then they called us, and uh, this was I think the the day of or the day after that we decided that we wasn't gonna do it, and so they had they done knew that if I wanted to do it that I was gonna call back, so uh, they were they called back and. Um, and they was like, we're just calling back in to get you in for IVF. And I was like, I knew when they called that the Lord was going to move because whenever I hurt my back and the Lord healed me and I tried to go through like a lot of things to get my back better, it's kind of like a similar situation. It's so I was so like, um, you know, we're not going to do it or whatever. So uh, we just canceled everything out and... um and we told them we wasn't going to do IVF. And so uh, I guess that's just pretty much when everything ended with that, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was January of this year. And it was so, so similar. 
how her, I mean, it was like to the T of what happened when the Lord healed her back. Um, yeah. yeah, this was the IVF, and I think it was the day after. I remember them calling because you know, I mean, you know how the devil is and your mind works. When they called, I was like, oh, my gosh. I thought, well, maybe did we miss it? Yeah. Did we mess up right here? Uh, you know, a day later, is this the Lord giving us mercy again? But, of course, we've, I, I, down in my heart, I knew that we made the right choice. But we're going to end with that um, for yeah. uh, today and uh, make sure to tune in next week um, because we're definitely about to do a plot twist right here. So thank you all for tuning us in. We appreciate you.